0: I'm a very confident front runner
1: for Katie for 33 years, 145 wins now, and that's the best win I've ever had. I have no idea what you have. I don't know. How are we going to count all the shots? You, I, I can't keep track. God
0: Damn it! I don't think he's pleased. Of course he would. That's, that's a particularly stupid question. It's yes, the Irish Open. Of course we want to play at the weekend. Hey,
2: folks. Good to have you with us. It's Joe here. We have Peter Laurie back with us. Hello, Peter. Hello,
1: Joe.
2: And Fionn Davenport can't get enough, eh, Fionn? (laughs) Love the Ryder Cup. Love the Ryder Cup. I can't get enough of post-Ryder Cup analysis. Just anywhere, everywhere, connecting it to my veins, Peter. If anyone's writing about the Ryder Cup, thoughts good or bad, I'm all over it. Really? (laughs)
1: give, Give me a reason why, please. It was a shambles. (laughs) <laughs> um, and sometimes, you know, if you really want to, you know, think about too many people are looking to blame somebody else and and forgetting about themselves. That's the way I see it. Um, yeah, I just, I, 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 I like yourself, have looked at a few people giving out about the Ryder Cup and what went wrong and trying to blame this, that and the other. And Simple fact is we're just not good enough.
2: Who's blaming that should be looking at themselves?
1: Well, the latest one that I see is, you know, they're talking about Porik going to the committee and saying that he only wanted three picks and a four. And really, we should have had six picks. But who are we going to pick? Where's all these players that we left behind?
2: The six picks... Um, argument is the biggest load of crap of them all. I mean, there are some valid points, but the six-pick argument, as if this was going to make any difference, is the biggest load of rubbish of them all. It would have effectively been the same team. Correct.
1: Yeah. Like, were you going to bring Alex Noren? Were you going to bring Bob McIntyre? Were you going to bring Justin Rose?
0: Well, you would bring Justin Rose if you could have. I mean, Harrington has said as much. If he could have, he would have.
1: But it's still the old guy. What was going to get us one more point?
0: Isn't really the fly in the ointment for the Justin Rose pick was burnt Wiesberger that man, that shunted Shane out of the automatic pick, so he felt then obliged. You know, he was he had to use one of the three picks on Shane, and deservedly so. But it meant that Rose was out. Yeah, look, uh, I just uh, – uh,
1: look, I, I said it from the start. They were going to get slapped. They got slapped, uh, simple <laughs> as. Um, they weren't good yeah. enough, and let's be honest. And and the more we can give out about, you know, Westwood's too old, Poulter shouldn't have been there, Polter won a singles match. As much as I want to give out about Poulter, and trust me, I was watching the, the golf on, on Sunday night, thinking please don't let Poulter win. Please don't let him win. Please don't let McElroy win. Because I want to give out about them. I really do. I want to say, you know, he shouldn't have been there and all the rest. But by God does that guy have balls to win. Like okay, he beat Tony Fenu, who wasn't playing great. He, or sorry, let's not put that, let that's probably wrong to say he, he probably wasn't too bothered in the end because they were they were you know hammering the Europeans. But Polter played very well in the singles. McElroy played well in the singles. And I, I really wanted to be able to come on. And unfortunately, I had my eye thing on Monday morning. Um, I really wanted to be able to come on and, and give out shite about Poulter and, and McElroy. But unfortunately, um, they put pace to that by winning the singles matches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just ruined it for you, Peter. <laughs>
1: It did, it ruined it, you're right. And then it, McElroy crying at the end of it was just like the icing on the cake. Like how do you how do you take this guy apart now? And he you know, he's crying into the TV. Um uh
0: with a cold and you cold wonder. Arch.
1: But yeah, but you wonder, like you look back and uh, on the thing of McElroy and and um like he's had daggers out for the European tour for a while, you know what I mean, over the years. You know, he 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 uh, he he wanted to resign his membership uh, because he had to play four tournaments in 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 Europe, Um so they had to make an exception for him. He called the Ryder Cup an exhibition match, um, and now he's getting beaten left, right, and center. And he 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 cries in the TV, and you say, "Like hey, really, what's going on uh, here?"
2: But now I have to pull you up in one there because. The exhibition statement goes back a long way and he's played brilliantly in Ryder Cups, winning Ryder Cups since then. So to kind of drag that one up now and put it next to... No, no, uh, he's getting, no. He's getting beaten left, I, right and centre now. I don't really think those two, I, yeah. that doesn't add up for me.
1: Yeah, but uh, all I'm talking about is his is, is history with the Ryder Cup. Um, yeah. uh, and it started with the exhibition match. Then it started with... Um, I don't want to be a member of the European Tour well you can't play Ryder Cup then Rory well you know is it that much of a difference uh, oh well we're going to make sure that you play Ryder Cup so we'll come up with a strategy where you play you know the minimum amount of tournaments um,
2: I think that's, that's a doesn't... valid point do you? I don't think that yeah, affects only... his relationship with the Ryder Cup at all I no. think okay there's the humdrum of qualifying no, not- and he's got a manager's schedule. But I think once he's there, he's all in and he's always been all in. Well, you see, I I I guess to to pick up on Peter's point
0: is that the the committee even had to consider the possibility of of eligible members, sorry, eligible players not being members of the European tour to qualify to play for Europe. Now, they didn't in the end, but they did find this accommodation where you had to play less tournaments in Europe. And look, I'm I'm not saying it's that big as Rory's just sitting at home going, I can't be arsed going to Europe. Like, look, my schedule is busy. And But, you know, his commitment is to playing the big money events and the big ticket events in the United
2: States. But that's fine. You can be a massive Ryder Cup man. It doesn't mean you're a massive European tour man. No, but, but, Paul, but Paul, 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 Paul Casey's not a European Tour man, but he desperately does want to play in the Ryder Cup. I don't think that affects their performances when they get into a team environment. Oh no, no, no! The, the
1: European, the European Tour is dead without the Ryder Cup. Yeah, dead. Yeah, finished, gone, out the window. The amount yeah. of money that they take in when the Ryder Cup is in Europe keeps the European Tour surviving. Mm-hmm. If they didn't have the Ryder Cup, European Tour is gone.
2: So no, I I, I agree with all that, but. Just uh, walk me back here. How are we into that conversation on the basis of McElroy's play at Whistling Straits?
1: No, I, I, I was... I, I, sorry, I made the point in relation to um, uh, Rory um, giving a show of uh, a, a great emotion um, after, after winning his singles match. And I, I'm questioning um, and, and watching it and, and feeling for the guy. And don't get me wrong, I, I do have well, somewhere deep down, my wife would probably say I don't have. But somewhere deep down, I do have some feelings, um, of of, of a uh, for the guy, um, and and the situation. But I want to be a skeptic here, and I want to say who the tears for. Mm.
0: Um,
1: I, I you, we, uh, you were. That's a tough thing to say as a player, you know. Yeah. Um, but but I I I, I just feel that. You know he said I, I should have played better or i should have done more for my team you know um well, so but I, is that I, not who I, the I, I,
2: tears are for I find then, the whole you know? thing
1: very difficult
2: yeah I look the tears the the emotions very interesting it'd be great to get him to look back in it maybe in a couple of months and reflect on what was going on there because it was a lot of emotion but if you take them to an extended face value the tears are not for the european tour The tears are not for, I think, even losing the Ryder Cup or what it means for his resume. The team, the tears, I would put it to you, are a certain guilt at not playing well for teammates that he does seem to genuinely like and probably a couple of days of pressure mounting up and then suddenly being released and, you know, you win your singles and there's probably a bit of relief in there. But ultimately, you still feel like crap, you feel embarrassed, you feel like you've let people down, you're conscious it's Westwood's last one, you're conscious it's Poulter's last one Your conscious it's Harrington, I don't know how close he is to Harrington but there's probably some residual friendship there or loyalty there going back years so is it not fair enough to say well the tears are probably all about that and that's genuine enough? Um, like I, mean, you're I you're... want to say we you know <laughs> Really? So what do you think they're about then? Yeah. What do you think the tears are about?
1: Uh, I, I'm going to get slated for this one, but say, uh, um, uh, uh, and um, are, are they about, um, are they about brand Rory, and and how how he is looked at by, uh, not alone his teammates but everybody else, that the, uh. He's gone down a certain path, and and he um, he's not the same player that he was. He's not seen as the same player. He's not in the top of the you know the top ten of the world rankings. Um, I don't know. I, I I just think it's far more personal than than the um, about his team and and the Ryder Cup.
2: I have a rhetorical okay. Okay.
0: question for Peter. Well, can I, yeah, can I just say Yeah, though, sorry,
2: go on. Well, if it's just about Brand Rory, we don't see those shows of emotion generally after his disappointment in majors, you know? But he doesn't affect Brand singles events. Of course he does. That affects Brand Rory way more than his Ryder Cup play. Like, if he was that upset about Brand Rory, if it was all about Brand Rory, then you know what? He's just won his singles in pretty dominant fashion. He's just let out Team Europe brand Rory looks kind of okay there. He can spin it that way. Whereas I thought there was a genuine man. The singles isn't worth, you know, worth, worth anything because I've already stunk the joint out for two days running. And we were already out of this thing before the singles started. So actually, if it is all about selfish brand Rory, he would have been a bit happier about winning the singles. I would have thought, you know, and also you can't manufacture tears. I mean, I can't cry. I can't fake cry to help my brand. Oh,
1: no, I no Cheekers. I'm not saying there was a, there, I'm not saying there were, um, crocodile tears
2: okay so the motivation I, I behind just, them you're saying was brown rory uh,
1: look joe it's very hard to know uh, yeah, and, and 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 we're all sort of surmising of of what it was and I, i'll probably get slated now for being on the other side of it but you, you know me i'm quite skeptical about different things yeah. um and i i just feel that you know uh, as i said to you it was more about him personally then rather than the team element of it and you know where am I going here you know what I mean I can beat this guy but uh, I, I can't do it when it you know when it really needs to be it done matters.
2: yeah uh, look to be fair I don't I don't think that's an outrageous thing to say I'm sure that's part of it I'm sure he's sad for himself as well and where his game's at. I think that's I think mean, I would think that was part of the tears I think that's fair sorry Phil. <laughs> yeah. I remember when um Ian Hislop, who's the editor of
0: Private Eye, commented after Margaret Thatcher resigned or was forced to resign as prime minister in whatever it was, 1991, whatever year it was. And uh, all the press said after because she was in tears getting into the car, into the official car, taking her away from Downing Street. And um, they were all saying, oh, my God, she displayed this extraordinary humanity, you know, like, you know, the, the Iron Lady. Does does cry and Ian Hislop kind of archly said, "I know, yeah, but usually when you're displaying humanity, your tears are for someone other than yourself." And uh, <laughs> uh, I I I probably I have a question for Peter. The 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 kind of two things I, I I agree with you, Joe. I think it's it's a complicated thing. I don't think it's just about Brand Rory, um, but. Like if Kyle Porter wrote that piece where he revealed that Rory was slated to go out eleventh on um, in the singles, and then the team all came together and went, "No, Rory McElroy does not go out eleventh, and so they put him out first. And if this was laying down the marker, you know, uh, like I have to go out and show the team, I have to show the world, I have to show myself that you know I, I, you know that that i ca- I can still do something for the team. My question is, is, why didn't he have that on the, on the Friday and the Saturday? Like, where was that fire? Now, and, and the rhetorical question I have for you, Peter, is, is it too simplistic to say that you can just find your game for Sunday morning? That, like, sometimes the golfing gods are with you, sometimes they're not. So, you know, to suggest that Rory didn't try as hard on the Friday or Saturday is unfair.
1: Oh, I, I would have said that was completely unfair. Um, yeah. I think he probably tried too hard um, right. Rory is the type of golfer That I would say Needs to look at the way he plays the game and, and and we all know he plays it with such freedom That When he puts himself in a situation Of having to perform On a daily basis He somehow performs a whole lot better When the pressure is taken off him. Um, You know Let's look at, at the amount of top tens That he's reversed into yeah um in, in, in tournaments when he's completely out of it and then all of a sudden he sparks the back nine in in 31 or whatever um mm. so you know maybe that was it but it just it's funny you, you reminded me there of uh uh the teammates saying you know he should play nobody puts rory and remember that movie dirty dancing nobody put ba- nobody put Babe in the corner mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, um which is quite funny. Um but it, it, I I I definitely would have put Rory out 10 or 11 uh in, in the Ryder Cup rankings uh in the singles. Um he wasn't he didn't look like he was playing well and if I was John Ram, I I, I would be kind of peed off a bit um having played so well and um you know Friday Saturday carrying everybody's expectations. Uh, why I wasn't played number one is just a joke Um and I don't care who I'm up against, I'm leading the team, I've led the team in, in, in playing and, and I'm going to lead it into Sunday and I, I'm the best mm-hmm. number one put me out first
0: Yeah, the, the other thing, and I don't have an answer, I know none of us do but I find it curious, to say the least, that when you have the interview with Sky, which I absolutely believe was was a genuine expression of, of, of or a well of emotion that just came pouring forth. But he did it again with NBC. And it just seems to me as like, now, perhaps I'm being unfair. And perhaps the truth is, is that one interview followed literally seconds after the other. So he's still in the same
2: emotional state. But I, I just to be, to be fair on the NBC when he doesn't break down in the same way. He's far more no. coherent. He's far more coherent. So he gathers himself a little more. Ah
0: look, I mean look, he Rory has admirably expressed um uh great compassion and sympathy for um oh, her name has gone out of my head the tennis player what's her name Naomi Osaka yeah for Naomi Osaka and said you know and and there is no doubt and we've seen evidence over over the years that that Rory Rory has been challenged by the demands of being a superstar. And part of what makes him a compelling figure is the fact that he tries to navigate between living as normal, in inverted quotes, a life as possible and as full a life as possible, not being Tiger Woods, while at the same time trying to do his absolute best and reach the absolute top of his potential in the sporting arena. And that challenge is difficult for all anyone confronted by it. And so, you know, so like perhaps this is part of that too. Is this, yeah, I mean, look, w- w- of course we speculate because you know, he's Rory McElroy and he's an interesting character. And w- so as a result, we end up spending ages talking about stuff that we don't really know why.
2: If you're not a subscriber, this is where we'll say goodbye to you. Come and join us on patreon.com, just search golf weekly. Do subscribe. We're coming at you every week and then several times beyond around big weeks. So you'll get us for 3.99 a month plus fat there. Oh, heavy, all my exes wear-